This Eagles versus Chiefs edition of the Tired Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed use promo code cfbx for 20 dollars off your first purchase and in honor of veterans day everything in the merch store is 10 percent off with the promo code vets all proceeds from the sale will be donated to mission 22 a nonprofit serving those who have served Welcome, everyone, to the Die Hard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gamble Podcast Network. Sean, sagging the money green with my fellow diehards, Rob and Justin, and the bye week, the hellish bye week, almost over. We almost got real Eagles football to talk about, and it's going to be an amazing game coming off the bye, getting to square off against the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm chomping at the bit. Uh, we'll hit on a couple, talk a little bye week stuff, and then and then dive headfirst into the preview against the Chiefs. But uh, yeah, let's talk, let's talk big picture here a little bit. Everyone was saying this is a grueling stretch of games coming up, and I I agree. Uh, it is a tough stretch of games. However, it, it might be a tough stretch of games, but we end with a Giants Cardinals Giants. So if we can win those three games, how many other games do we need to win? What I'm getting at here is what record do you guys think we need to get the one seed? Do we need to be 13 and four? Do we need 14 and three? It seems like if we are going to lose games in these next five weeks, do it to AFC teams, obviously. But Justin, if we want to lock up the number one seed, what do we got to get to? Man, that's a tough one. Uh, you know, I'd say at least 14 and three. Uh, Lions, I mean, I, I was surprised to see, you know, they're only seven and two. And I looked through their schedule and I mean, man, it's pretty, pretty big cakewalk here. They have the Bears, Packers, Saints, Bears. Yeah. But uh, Broncos, Vikings, you know, who have looked decent, but I don't know. Dobbs, I think, is eventually going to turn into a pumpkin. Cowboys and then Vikings to end it. So I don't see them losing many. Um, so I would say at least 14 and three. And they beat us, I think, in the tiebreaker potentially as well. If you look at like what the tiebreaker would entail. Mm. How is that if we have the head to head? What's that? We don't we don't, don't we have the head to head on them, though. We never played him this season. I I'm was thinking, thinking the same right. thing, Rob. I'm, I'm thinking it's last funny. year. I thought the same thing, and I was like, wait a second, did we beat him or not? But yeah, uh, but they beat the Jets and they beat KC. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, I think yeah. I think the first tiebreaker is NFC record, like conference record. So, But you're right. At some point, common opponents uh, are a tiebreaker. So them beating the Jets, uh, hopefully that wouldn't come into play. Uh, but yeah, Rob, what do you think? I mean, it does seem like 14 and three is maybe what we got to get to, which sounds kind of crazy, but then you, you hear those last three games and 
Jimmy Kemsky pointed out, like the remaining record of the teams we play is actually, if you combine all of them, it's actually sub 500 uh, because there's, there's some good teams. And then uh, there are the giants. So uh, we are fortunate. We get those two bonus giants games at the end of the season, make the holidays uh, really nice there. But Rob, what would you say? 14, three, 13 and four. I mean, we might have to no, be in two. It's crazy. I, I- I kind of think the same. I think 14 and three, I think the lions likely lose to the Cowboys. Um, just kind of my gut. And it wouldn't shock me if they drop another game in there. I don't think there's an obvious game for them to drop, but it, it wouldn't shock me, but I'll, I'll say 14 and three just to be safe. And, and honestly, that might even get us a tie. So, um, you know, if there's one team for us to be tied with going into the playoffs, I'd probably take the Lions, um, you know, versus San Fran or the Cowboys. But uh, it's going to be tight. It's going to be tight down the stretch. And it just, you know, it pisses me off even more that we lost to the Jets in that, you know, ugly game because um, it really, you know, it could bite us down the stretch. Yes. Although I'm looking at the conference schedule, we are 6-0 and in the conference. Detroit. Uh, one of their two losses is in conference, so we do have that above them. Are we still? Uh, I do think too. Uh, just to jump in, our schedule, as 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 you said, down the stretch is pretty good after this this tough stretch that we have, and I think also you know something like from mid December on, we don't have to get on a plane if I remember yeah. right. So, you know that's good for the team as well. Yeah, those last three games of uh, Giants home and away and, and Cardinals and not having to travel much is huge. 49ers, six and three, Cowboys, six and three, Seattle, six and three. I mean, Seattle and 49ers play each other, so I doubt both of those are going to be a problem. And we have a head to head against Dallas. Need to get that one to kind of ice it up. But it would be crazy if uh, Lions got the number one seed and it actually. It actually went the the playoffs went through Detroit. That would be uh that would be bonkers. I, I'm I'm still a little skeptical about that. Any other <laughs> uh any other big bye week thoughts? Rob, you were uh, angry that you didn't hear any uh press stories about Jalen Hurts working out. Yeah, I just thought maybe we'd hear like he was in there every day studying film or uh, you know, no days off, rare breed, breed of one. Um no, uh, it's fine. Um, but I'm, I hope they're back at it this week and, and getting ready to go. And hopefully that knee's a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing is just making sure that knee is healed up as much as it potentially can be over the, the two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, and yeah, his health and a lot of the guys health, a lot of the guys that were kind of banged up here a little bit, uh, hopefully got healthy here in the bye week and, and you get that extra day, uh, before going on the road, uh, worth worth hitting on some midseason grades. Why don't we start off with Jalen Hurts report card time? Jalen Hurts, Rob, what would you give Jalen Hurts for pretty much the first half of the season? I'll give him an A minus, um, between A minus B plus, but I'll give him an A minus. He's he's played well, but he has had too many turnovers, uh, so I'm not going to give him the flat out A. Um, but he's performed well, uh, you know, not, not, you know, his passing has been solid. He he's, you know, come up strong down the stretch when we were down in games. Um, but he certainly still had things to clean up in terms of those turnovers. I, I, the second half of the season, I'd like to see those drop. 
Yeah, I mean, the fact that you gave him A minus, I was going to give him an A minus with the expe- expectation that you were going to go B plus. So I have to be a bigger Jalen Hurts <laughs> fan. So I'll give him an A. Uh, if he cleans up the turnovers, he gets to A plus. He is still second in the MVP race as far as odds. Uh, Justin, I know you're intrigued because I know I'm staring at your ticket here for Jalen Hurts to win the MVP race. What would you give? Uh, Jalen Hurts, and just keep in mind the the voters could be listening to this podcast. <laughs> no, I mean at this point, I think I got to go a minus because uh, I think he's close to that MVP caliber, you know that he can be, but he certainly hasn't. I don't think he's reached it just yet. I think there's uh, more in the tank, uh, and he needs to take over a few games here down the stretch in order to prove it. So I think we could all agree he could play a little bit better. Um, and he hasn't quite reached his full potential. So a minus, um, at this point in the season, Sean probably can't agree on that, but I agree. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not going to, I, a my, come on guys. Eight and one, but what more do you want from <laughs> this guy? Rare breed. So, I'm still, Sean, I don't know if you could give him one. a full a though with the, that jets loss, man, that interception. I mean, you, you gotta yeah. ding him a little bit. Yeah. Or is that what prevented you from giving him an A plus? <laughs> yeah, exactly. A pl- if they won the Jets game, it's an A plus because then they're nine and zero. There's nine and zero, and you can't you can't throw stones at him. Although I'm sure he'd be still catching a ton of shit on Philly radio if he was nine and zero. The Eagles are nine and zero, but are they a Super Bowl caliber team? Uh, <laughs> what about the uh, what about the uh, coaches uh, so far? Rob, I feel like I, I want to hear you grade the coaches, both head coach and uh, coordinators, because I feel like you are you are the uh, strictest grader of the group here when it comes to the coordinators. What would you give yeah. Sirianni, Desai, and uh, Johnson here? I'll say Desai, I'm going to give a B minus um, in largely because I'm recognizing he has been without a lot of guys on defense due to injuries or, you know, whatever the reason might be. So uh, I do think there's some voids of talent there, especially linebacker or slots or slot, you know, uh, corner. Um, But he's also had some, you know, he's had a couple games like the Miami game where I think he had a good game plan and was solid. And then he had a few games like, you know, the commanders where he'd how look like, you know, the the greatest QB of all time. So uh, there's certainly a lot that hopefully he he reflected on and is going to come back and hopefully have some things tweaked for the second half of the season. Um, You know, offense, I'm going to give Johnson, I'll give him a B. He had a rough start. I think he's starting to find his, you know, his groove a little bit. There's still some ridiculous red zone calls. Um, and the Kenny Gainwell thing still irritates me. Uh, obviously the use of Gainwell, but you know, he's, he's been growing. I do think he's growing into the role and, you know, part of that too, is I think you have to recognize the opposite on offense. I mean, he has a pretty stacked offense where the defense has some obvious holes, you know, Johnson really doesn't have some obvious holes to deal with. I mean, now there's an injury to Goddard. We will see how he adapts to that, but you know, so I'll give him a solid B, you know, and, and see what he does. And then Sirianni overall, you know, I, I think I give him a B plus. I mean, ultimately he has to be responsible for the coordinators and any shortcomings of the coordinators. It all stops with him, but 
you know, he's he's done a good job of keeping this team hungry, coming off a Super Bowl loss. You know, we've seen a lot of teams in the past kind of crumble the next season. And, you know, I, I think you have to give him credit for keeping the team motivated and, and you know, only having one loss at this part of the season. Taking a quick break to talk about Bet365, the world's favorite sportsbook, trusted by over 88 million players worldwide. Are you kidding me? Looking to get down on this Eagles Chiefs matchup, and why wouldn't you head over to Bet365? Actually, sportsgamingpodcast.com slash bet365. So you can get their thousand dollar risk-free bet or Bet five, get 150 in free bets right now. Eagles are plus two and a half, plus 100. Total sitting at 45 and a half. A lot of fun props, first touchdown bets, I'm sure. Uh, just just plenty of action over on Bet 365. Sign up today, sportsgamepodcast.com slash bet 365, or just use the uh, sign up link in our bio. Problem gambling, call 1 800 Gambler. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Love Game Time. Maybe you're an Eagles fan trying to go to the Chiefs game in Kansas City. You waited the last minute trying to get tickets. You can't get it, or can you? Of course you can, because you got Game Time. Game Time is your spot for last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. If you can find uh, tickets in the same section in a row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Are you kidding me? Plus, when you use our promo code, CFBX, you get $20 off your first purchase. So download the Game Time app, create an account, use promo code CFBX, get $20 off. Download Game Time today, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Yeah, I mean, it's it, with both Johnson and Desai, I feel like we've seen pretty highs of like, oh man, this this unit is unstoppable. And then, you know, the other side, where it's just like we, we can't figure it out and, and just completely desolate. That being said, uh, coming back to the record, we still are eight and one. So I would say I like your B minus uh, for Brian Johnson. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I think B minus is fair for him. Desai, I'll get, I'll upgrade to a, I'll upgrade to a B plus. Um, but I still feel like they need to generate some more turnovers. I know there's been turnovers on the offense, but I, I want to see the. I want to see the offense itself, like really, um, sorry, the defense really create some turnovers as well. And then Nick Sirianni, um, that's that, Sirianni's a tough one, right? Because if you kind of go either uh, a B, uh, I'll go, I'll go a minus at the end. Yeah. They're eight and one. You can't really nitpick that much. Uh, Justin, <laughs> what do we, we, what are we grading these guys? Oh man. Uh, so I gave Johnson a flat B. Um, I I think he's done actually a pretty good job play calling overall. Yeah. We got talent on that side of the ball. I think actually part of the mistakes that you've seen have taken place on, you know, things like third downs and, um, like Rob said, um, in the red zone, but Sirianni actually, he insisted last year that everything was done his way and that the play call sheet, uh, changes game to game quote, but, let me see what this quote was uh, to third downs, two minute, four minute uh, drills uh, are all clear as day uh, come game day. So much so that Sirianni has confidence that things will be run the way he wants his uh, assistants to run it. So and that was last year he was talking about with Steichen and what whatnot when he uh, turned over the play calling. So um, I, I think some of that is predicated on Sirianni. So I, I gave Sirianni a B, solid B as well. And also I gave him the B due to the fact that, you know, 
I feel like we're having more penalties this season than last, as well as turnovers. Um, and he's the guy who always preaches fundamentals. So I'd like to see those go down a tick, hopefully. Um, and then Desai gave a C plus. Um, oh. I actually think, I mean, I know we've made some excuses where, you know, the secondary, there's injuries, but same thing with last year. Maddox was out last year. CJ GJ went out for a, a decent amount last season as well. Um, and the thing that concerns me most is just the red zone for the defense as well. We were able to stop the Cowboys in the red zone a couple times last game, but it still continues to be a little bit of an issue. Yeah, yeah I mean, it almost sounds like Justin wants Gannon back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Gannon, no. uh, Cardinals won. I just was expecting more. I mean, we our defense was better last year, and um, I, w- I was hoping Desai would be able to turn the pages, give us a little bit more, and I think it's probably about the same as last season, if not a little bit worse at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, Jim Schwartz having a good, uh, <laughs> nice comeback here with the Cleveland, uh, Cleveland Browns, although I don't know anyone is clamoring for uh, Jim Schwartz. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, all these guys, the entire team, like this is this is where the rubber's going to hit the road um, these next five games. Any any concerns out of the bye week? I'll kick it off. I mean, for me, the, the Dallas Goddard injury, I think, is big because he was kind of getting a nice rhythm going there. We'll see what they do to adjust. Maybe it's more Julio. Maybe it's Albert O. But, um, yeah, I, I'm definitely concerned. Besides, I think Jalen Hurts, the knee thing, is a big thing. Uh, potentially looming, but I would say Goddard to me, uh, number one concern. And there's certainly a bunch of stuff you could be concerned off uh, on the defense, but Justin, what's like a big looming concern for you for the Eagles? No, I think you hit on it. Goddard and hurts his knee. You know, uh, what, uh, changes are we going to make on the offense that, uh, Rob alluded to earlier? Uh, without Goddard in the mix, and then Hurts, how how much better is that knee after two weeks? Well, we'll certainly see. But I mean, that's that's uh, lingering for sure. The other thing I have down is uh, the fact Andy Reid, you know, coming off a of bye as oh, well. Yeah. Uh, you got to be ready for that, and I'm curious to see what he has cooked up. Uh, you know, going against our defense here. Well, and and fun little nugget, uh, Nick Sirianni actually better at least percentage wise against off the bye than uh, Andy Reid because Nick Sirianni one hundred percent two and zero ATS against the spread coming off a bye. So uh, I think nice. he reads like eighteen and ten, uh, which is not bad, but <laughs> certainly not two and zero. Certainly not undefeated. Rob, if you had to pick just one thing, one thing that was your biggest concern. For this Eagles, I know you have a laundry list of of grievances with the team ownership. I'm sure Swoop uh, has some issues. No, not ownership. I like Jeffrey Laurie. <laughs> yeah, I know, but yeah, you're 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 one to vent and and I poor, run a tight ship. Poor Penn State. I was I was I think I was saying in the group chat that uh, I mean really bad performance by them and deserve some heat. But the fact that the Eagles were on bye week, oh, I feel like on. Rob doubled up on Penn State uh, this Saturday. Well, they deserved it. It was an atrocious performance. Um, <laughs> such a joke. I don't even want to get started on that. Yes. Um, but no, I, biggest- I think the biggest concern for us is the linebackers. Um, you know, Dean can't stay healthy. You know, it is what it is. He he, And it's not like he's been a rock star even when he's out yeah. there. He's been okay at best, I think. 
Um, but you know, just can't stay on the field. And, you know, really we have no depth and we're going to be playing some teams now between, you know, Mahomes and Kelsey. And I know we're going to do the, you know, breakdown of that game next, but you know, we're playing some good quarterbacks and, you know, if we made Sam Howell look like an MVP candidate, you know, these guys are going to torch us over the middle. Uh, it's a copycat league. They're going to see that blueprint. So, I really hope Desai has something figured out because I just I worry about the middle of that defense, um, and I just think it it catapults into everything else. I think you know you're not seeing Slay and Bradbury have a particularly great year, and you know I have to believe a lot of that is probably they don't have the support over the middle or or at safety that maybe they did in prior seasons. So I'm sure that's putting extra stress on them as well. Um, you know, not to yeah. mention they're a year older. I mean they're. They're certainly not young players, but I, I do think the voids at other spots on defense are making their job harder as well. Yeah, I, I do think there's a slight difference. I do think um, Slay is having a little better year than Bradbury. I think Bradbury, you could say, is having a bad year, whereas Slay, I don't think, is having like a great year. I still think he's having like a, a good year. And then Bayard, who came in, and we were, thought we were getting some help in the safety, he has looked bad according to the film gurus past couple of weeks. So maybe uh, hopefully in the bye week maybe something clicks for him, but Bradbury to me is like the, the weak link in the secondary right now. He looks like legitimately slow slay. At least I think has some moments um, positively. I mean that, that uh, hit he initiated on Dak near the goal line. That was badass. Um, so I'll give him a little bit of, of, of a pass there. All right, let's. Uh, well, we, before we get to the Chiefs preview, which I'm chomping at the bit to, we have to mention Carson Wentz is back in the National Football League. Kind of crazy that Carson Wentz now ends <laughs> up on the Rams, the team that didn't want to draft him, that drafted Jared Goff instead of him. And for years, we were like, oh man, the Rams are so dumb. Can you believe they drafted Jared Goff over uh, Carson Wentz? And then and then they ended up trading Jared Goff. And now Goff looks to be the one that's the best. <laughs> he's uh, he's the best quarterback. He's still playing at a pretty high level. Ra, uh, I'll go to Justin here. Justin, what's your prediction for Carson Wentz if he ends up starting uh, this week or if he ends up seeing any action with the Rams? Uh, I mean, I... I can't imagine he sees any action at this point. Uh, maybe. Uh, I think, you know, at some point, maybe McVay just, you know, wants to see what he's got there. And maybe he thinks he could be the, the only guy out of what uh, the, <laughs> the past three teams that Carson's <laughs> been on to be able to change him and get him back into uh, maybe MVP caliber status. But, uh, no, I don't think he sees the field for quite a while, unless barring a significant injury. Yeah, well, I mean, it's. I think there's a small chance he starts this week if uh, Stafford can't go. I don't know what they would do because Stafford still has that thumb injury, and he's a guy. He's a guy who grinds it out. But at some point, if you can't hold the ball, you can't hold the ball. I mean, uh, I, I saw someone comparing, and maybe you guys put it in the group chat of uh, Josh Allen to Carson Wentz 2.0, which is just, <laughs> just hilarious. But Rob, any predictions for our uh, former friend Carson Wentz? I don't think he's really going to get any meaningful playing time. I think this was just, you know, insurance for the Rams. Um, but you know, if he does get in, I, I mean. It is what it is. I I don't think he is particularly a great fit for McVay's offense, who's kind of, you know, to me, 
built on quick decisions and getting rid of the ball quick and and yeah, and holding you know, on to the ball. Stafford, <laughs> yeah, although Stafford <laughs> throws some interceptions too, but uh, I just don't really see Wentz being a good fit. And you know, there's a reason he wasn't on a team until you know what are we week nine here? Uh, if if teams thought he was so good, he would have been on a team earlier. Yeah, I mean, I mean Jets must... don't even you know look at a team like the Jets; they didn't even yeah. sign him. Well, I mean, even the Giants signed Matt Barkley before Carson Wentz. I, it, I think some of it, he must just have a horrible reputation as being a huge pain in the ass because, I mean, Matt Barkley, Tommy DeVito, like some of these guys that are seen, and, and I, I get it. Carson Wentz is washed, turnover machine, but he can throw the downfield pass like and has game experience. The, the, some of these guys that are getting looks ahead of them are, are comical. And of course, maybe the giants are uh, tanking, although they would never mess with the integrity of the game. Never, not the New York giants who uh, are still <laughs> I mad. Think part of it though, Sean too. <laughs> yes. I Joe. think part of why he hasn't gotten a look though recently is just due to the fact that uh, GMs know it's going to be a big deal. So if you're the guy who brings him in and it doesn't work out again, you just look like an utter and complete fool compared to <laughs> if you're bringing a guy like, uh, you know, Matt Barkley in. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I, I get what I get what you're saying. Like uh, Carson Wentz, some reason just generates more headlines as a colossal failure. And Matt Barkley sucking again would just be easier to sweep under the rug. Uh, enough messing around. Let's get to it. The Kansas City Chiefs uh, right now, plus two and a half. Eagles are underdogs in spite of the fact that Jalen Hurts 25 and two in his last 27 games. What more do you want to see from us uh, sports odds makers? It's going to be chilly in Kansas City for the game, which is perfect because revenge is a dish best served cold. We're coming for you. Kansas city chiefs. Uh, biggest question, of course, coming into this game, will Taylor Swift be at the game? I originally was discussing this with my wife. It seemed like she would not be at the game, but now entertainment tonight said Taylor Swift's parents and Travis Kelsey's parents are going to meet for the first time at the game, which to me sounds like Taylor Swift is going to the game. Maybe that will impact Travis Kelsey. Uh, maybe he'll play better. We struggle against the tight end. I'm going to say it's going to distract him. He was just down in South America on his bye week instead of breaking down film and rehabbing his knee like Jalen Hurts. Rob, any thoughts on uh, T Swift, T Kelsey? I just, you know, I, I don't get it. She, if she was smart, she'd throw up. She'd show up in a, uh, you know, a, in a Jason Kelsey jersey, show her allegiance to the city. Uh, yeah. It would also be funny. So, um, you know, how can you just give up on your team that quickly? Come on. Um, but no, I, I, I don't. Uh, I mean, As Eagles it is what fans, it is. It's going to get extra fanfare. Yeah. I'm sure the NFL is clamoring for it because not oh, only is it, it actually a good Monday night, it's a good Monday night matchup for once. I mean, how terrible have they been lately? And, um, you know, you get her there and it, it becomes an even bigger ratings boom. Yeah, I mean, the NFL is just going to be rock hard for her to be at this game because it's already going to get crazy numbers. You throw in, <laughs> you throw in uh, Taylor Swift, and oh man, Roger Goodell is going to he's going to have to put a uh, math book over his uh, pants. There, he's going to be so excited for this game. Uh, Justin, any thoughts on T Kels T Swift? I, I'm going to try and get that going. Um, start calling him T Kels uh, uh, as a nickname. I'm good. Uh, we can move on to the next segment. I'm uh, I'm 
over the Taylor Swift stuff, to be honest oh, with you. I hate on, to be Justin. a Justin. Justin has left the Zoom uh, in, in protest of mentioning uh, Travis uh, T. Kels and T. Swift. Taking a quick break to talk about Hall of Fame bets. Oh, man. Love me some parlays. I know my buddy Justin on this show loves parlays as well. And if you're looking to get in on a parlay for the National Football League, why not smart? Why not start betting smarter instead of just betting harder? Hall of Fame has a revolutionary parlay optimizer tool. You get the hit rates broken down by leg as well as expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all the players by hit rate uh, for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with hall of fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code sgpn to get 50 percent off your first month today start researching start winning with hall of fame bets i do think travis kelsey is worth breaking down because we we have had issues covering the tight end and it's weird. Like our strength is almost those outside cornerbacks and little dink and dunk stuff with like these, uh, you know, a bunch of like non number one receivers that the chiefs have their offense hasn't been great, but unfortunately I think it does kind of match up. Okay. Against us. Uh, Justin, I know you want to just talk ball. How do we, how do we stop Travis Kelsey in this game? <laughs> Man, I don't know. Uh, that's going to be an interesting test for us uh, this coming game. I mean, uh, I think is Roby healthy? He's still on in- injury, right? I uh, think he might be back. They said. Is it coming back? I mean, if that's the I, I case, thought that's what I saw. Oh, uh, you might have. I I honestly uh, I didn't see an update recently. Uh, but yeah, if he's back, I think you at least stick him on him. You you do some double teams, see what help you can give as well. But I, I think that's it. You just try to take care of Kelsey and eliminate him and see if if you get beat another way, I'm okay with that. But I don't want to see Kelsey, you know, going for a hundred yards and seventy catches against us. I, I would I mean, if that's the case, I don't know if we're gonna be able to win. Yeah, so it does sound like uh, Bradley Roby is back, which uh, according to the Birds Blitz here uh, is good because they're going to run a lot of dime package with Sidney Brown in there, uh, I, which I think is great because I, I think we're a decent tackling team. And if we can sit back and dime, uh, I, honestly, I'll, I'll jump to it. I think one of the biggest concerns, uh, obviously Travis Kelsey, but I would say Patrick Mahomes running. Because I do think we're going to be able to get some pressure with our defensive line, and I'm worried that Patrick Mahomes, even though he has a uh, what is it, a bionic ankle at this point, yeah, I'm worried he might scamper out of the pocket and pick up a couple <laughs> first downs, pick up some rushing yards. Rob, what's your matchup wise? What's your concern? Defense, offense? Who who are we worried about? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, first of all, I think you guys missed the obvious play uh, against Kelsey. I mean, obviously, we just drop Reddick back into coverage, and uh, you know he'll, he'll take care of that, right? I mean, isn't that his strength? Isn't that his strength? Just uh, you know, going back to coverage. Seen, so, uh, no, uh, no. I was just going to say, I was watching the Steelers games, and I did see TJ Watt back in coverage. He did actually get an interception randomly. Um, but I just, if I was a Steelers fan, I, I don't want TJ Watt back in coverage similar with Hassan Reddick, <laughs> but what's your, what are you worried? Yeah, about? I mean, I think, I, I mean, I look, I think they're 
two biggest weapons obviously are Mahomes and Kelsey. And uh, I don't know what they're going to do on Kelsey. I, I mean, I, I think you just do your best and double team them and make them beat you other ways. But I think like you said, Sean, like Mahomes isn't like an obvious runner. Like he's not, you know, they're not calling running plays, yeah. but he is kind of good at like scampering out and picking up that first down and, you know, almost in like a sneaky little way. Uh, you know, like you said, you know, despite that ankle, but um, so I do think they need to to give some attention to that. And I think our, our linemen who, you know, usually are just going right for the, the QB have to be a little bit, uh, you know, contained on the edge, not to, to get burned. So I, I think that's the, those two are really the key on defense. I mean, you know, otherwise some of their playmakers will get a couple touches, but it's not like there's, you know, they don't have Tyreek Hill out anymore, obviously. Um, so I think we just have to be mindful of that and, and keep it in front of us and hope the D-line can keep the pressure on. I mean, Mahomes has made some mistakes this yeah. year. He has thrown some interceptions. So he has yeah. not been in it by any means infallible. So, you know, it'd be great if we could pick up at least a turnover against him. Yeah, I am excited to see uh, Reddick go against Jawan Taylor. I feel like that's a great matchup for us. Well, especially if they don't. Uh, the one uh, that we can hopefully exploit a little bit. Yeah, especially if they don't put out like an oil slick uh, on the field like last, uh, like in the Super Bowl and, and just make it super slippery so he can't get <laughs> to him. Uh, what about what about offense? What do we got to see on the offensive side? To me, and this is the surprise thing with the Chiefs this year, right, is that their defense is actually pretty pretty good, unfortunately, and and offense is probably down from comparative years. I mean, I'm going to keep it simple. Just keep feeding the man, the myth, the legend, AJ Brown. I mean, he's, he's, he's right up there with offensive player of the year for a reason. We can try other things, but when it gets tough, just give the ball to AJ Brown, throw the ball to AJ Brown. The dude is playing at such an insane level. Anything we do that doesn't include a heavy dose of AJ Brown, I'm going to be disappointed in. Um, Chiefs aren't great against the run. So maybe Maybe this is a game where we can get something going with DeAndre Swift, but Justin, what do you got to see from the offense or what do you want to see? Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think, uh, you know, <clears throat> getting Swift involved is key. And you pointed out AJ, I am curious to see what we do without Dallas Goddard. Um, I was yeah. just looking in cause I, I was thinking, you know, maybe you have Calcaterra come in. I know he had the latest concussion. That's been an issue with him, but he hasn't have a, had a whole lot of receptions, uh, but we have this that guy from the Broncos, Okiwu Banam. You can just <laughs> Anyways, call him Al- Alberto. He uh, goes I w- <laughs> Alberto. Yeah, thank you. Uh, but he actually has the most receptions out of all of our tight ends. He actually has four four touchdowns as well. So I am curious to see, you know, he's a big target. Maybe we could get some passes to him as well. I'm not saying force it into him, but I think the, I think we're going to be looking to see what our tight ends do with this game without Dallas and, and how we're able to utilize them still. Yeah, no, the tight end question will be interesting. Maybe we do go for receiver a bunch, see some Zacchaeus, some Julio Jones out there with, uh, with AJ and Devonta, I don't mind that lineup. And and Julio, in some ways, is a pretty big dude. Kind of, I mean, would you rather have him out there or Albert O? I I think you could almost make a case. I'd rather see Julio out there. Um, but Albert O is kind of interesting. Always had some potential with the Broncos. We'll see if he we get anything out of him. And Stole, they don't seem to like to use much in the passing game. Although maybe now it changes. 
uh, obviously with Goddard out. But Rob, besides a heavy dose of Kenny G, aka the sax machine, Kenny Gainwell, what do you want to see from this <laughs> Eagles offense? Yeah, I mean, obviously the, the offense goes through Gainwell, so um, that goes without saying. But um, you know, I, I think I, I think you hit the nail on the head, Sean. I think they're going to have to spread it out a little bit without yeah. Goddard, uh, and I do think he's going to be missed in the in the run game. Now, I do think I saw somewhere that we expect Cam Jurgens back uh, Monday. Oh, I don't nice. know if that's confirmed, but I think it's been speculated. Uh, so that would be good, and it's a nice boost for our, our offensive line, um, you know, hopefully. Um, so that would be good. But I, I just think you got to spread it out this game uh, to make up for Goddard and probably the next four games. And like you said, I do think this is a game where uh, you want to get Swift and go involved. If you can, um, you know, the defense is already going to have a tough task this game, so you need to have some good solid time of possession drives so the defense doesn't get too gas. So I, you know, obviously we want to score and if you score quick, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not like Mike McCarthy saying we score too quick or something, but <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I do think we need to make sure our defense gets a little breather. Um, so I, I do think also that they're going to come out of this by and, make an effort to get Devonte Smith a few more touches. Yeah. And I, I don't think he hasn't, I think he gets overblown a little that he's had few touches, but I do think they're going to make sure he gets his touches in the second half and he's going to end up with at least a thousand yards. That's just my gut. Um, and maybe that'll be because teams are so focused on AJ Brown that you have to, but uh, I, it wouldn't surprise me if, if Devonta Smith has a bigger game than AJ Brown this week. Hmm. All right. Yeah. And, uh, one last thing. The other, th yeah. the other thing too, uh, you got to consider is Chris Jones, uh, whether Jurgens plays or not. I am curious to see how well we match up against him and our interior able to kind of shut him down. Hopefully. Yeah, no, I mean, they, they, they got some players on defense and it's, it does seem like it's less like a few blue chip guys carrying the entire team and just a, a decent squad. All right, uh, time for the prize pick segment where we go more or less on some of our favorite Eagles fantasy stats. Put together a little uh, three pick entry here. And of course, go to sports gambling or sorry, prizefix.com slash SGPN. Get your 100% deposit bonus up to $100 active in a ton of states. Uh, they have a, a handful of uh, uh, options already posted for the Monday night matchup, including, and don't fall for this one because it is a trap. Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey uh, combined touchdowns. You can, uh, you can go more or less a half touchdowns for them combined, which of course uh, they're just luring you into, into uh, getting down on Travis Kelsey touchdown there. But that would be pretty awesome if Jason Kelsey somehow scores a touchdown and Travis Kelsey does not. I wonder what the actual odds on that would be. I'll start. Uh, I do think um, I kind of mentioned it quickly, but I do like the matchup uh, DeAndre Swift has against the Kansas City rush defense. So I'll kick that off. Give me DeAndre Swift more rushing yards at 57 and a half. Justin, you're up next. What do you like? We fading a, a chief guy. We're taking the Eagles. What do you feel? What uh? What's Mahomes? Can we bet against uh, Mahomes rushing? Mahomes uh, prices aren't up yet. So sorry. Uh, we got we got okay. we got Kelsey. I was going to potentially take him. 
We got uh, okay. Kelsey yardage, uh, Pacheco yardage. I mean, we do have a pretty good rush defense. Uh, Pacheco. I think I. What's Pacheco's uh, yards? His uh, rush yards are forty-eight and a half. Let's take the under on that. I, I like our run defense. Okay, so um, Pacheco, I think we can shut him down. Pacheco less than forty-eight and yeah. a half rushing yards. Uh, uh, Rob, you had mentioned Devonta Smith. Do you want to look to Devonta Smith? He's set at fifty-seven and a half receiving yards. That could be a, a fun option. Or we got Hertz. We got AJ Brown. I do like that. But what is the? Are there numbers on Julio Jones? Probably not. Let's see. Devonta Smith's at um fifty-seven and a half. Julio's not up. I think Julio will probably be up the day of or or somewhat closer. But we got Devonta's an option. Hurts um, an option. I'll go Devonta. I, I think he can have over 57 yards. All right. Yeah. Especially against this uh against this defense. So we got Devonta Smith more 57 and a half receiving yards. Isaiah Pacheco less 48 and a half rushing yards. DeAndre Swift more 57 and a half. Rushing yards, we go three for three on that. $10 turns into 95 Let's go. Uh, and, of course, if you want to ride along with us, prizepicks.com slash SGPN, 100% deposit match up to $100. Justin, final score and most valuable eagle. Man, I think this is going to be a tough one. Um. <clears throat> I'm going to say we got to hit at least 30 in order to beat them. I'm going to say 30 to 28. Um, we win. Uh, most valuable player here. I think Hertz is going to need to, you know, he's going to need to ball a little bit. Could be AJ, but I'm going to pick Hertz in this one. Hertz. And sorry, what was the final score? Uh, 30 to 28. Ooh. Eagles. Okay. Get the outright win and an over. Even the primetime games have been leaning under. Rob, what do you like? Final score and most valuable eagle. Ooh, I'm going to say, I actually am going to say we're going to win too. I just think the team's going to come in motivated after that Super Bowl loss. Um, I'm going to say 27 21. Uh, and I'm going to give Hurts the, the player of the game as well. I, I think. He's probably had this game circled after that Super Bowl loss. Oh, yes. Uh, Jalen Hurts is a man who gets his revenge, as he will Monday night in Kansas City. Eagles win 24-20. to Close game. Eagles get the dub. Hurts gets the MVE, although look for Hassan Reddick. If you see any uh, Hassan Reddick uh, sack props, I do like that as well. So get down over on that and appreciate everyone for tuning in to the Diehard Eagles podcast. Smash that subscribe button. Tell a friend uh, for the Diehard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network. I'm Sean, Sagging the Money Green. For Rob, for Justin, go birds. Go birds. Go birds.